Could you please stop being such a buzzkill? Welcome back. back. <laughs> What's really good? Buzzkill. What's good, Jay? What up? <laughs> I actually tried to bring my cat down here just now and he clawed the shit out of my shoulder. <laughs> I was gonna have like special guest Meowco Jackson because that's what my son named him. <laughs> so the, that would have been a pro- somehow yeah. that's still appropriate that your cat clawed yeah, you. Yeah, he did. He did. Talk about this movie. Uh, I was gonna introduce him to the world. We have a trans cat. That's how woke <laughs> I am. Oh, you're on next level. Stray, <laughs> the stray cat that was just meowing outside of our house, like in <laughs> late October, November, maybe. And both of our old cats had fucking passed in the. Uh, more of a dog person myself but our dog was on his last leg he had like a month to live left yeah taking in around the type taking in cats is definitely a different a different thing than taking in dogs like and typically cat people um as this movie <laughs> uh as this movie will uh touch upon is uh cat people are very weird people in general um, i mean people who don't mind cats and having them as a pet not yeah. that weird, but people who cat people, who cat are just, people, yeah, like, yeah, you know, like a taking in, taking in a cat is one thing, but like if you're a cat person, that oh, you yeah. probably take in any cat that you can find. Your house just smells like piss, and yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, well, this cat I thought was a female because you know it came around and my wife fucking fed it. That's what she does. She feeds strays. That's how we ended up together. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> she fed you a stray, huh? She fed, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty literal actually but uh <laughs> so okay. we take this cat in and i'm like all right this is a female cat that's cool you know male cats go around fucking trying to nut on everything and shit i don't want a male cat so <laughs> we take this cat in and i take it to madak or whatever it's like the milwaukee you know place you take fucking cats to get chipped and shit or checked if they have a chip and they had no chip it's like who the fuck is this cat it's like a good looking cat super friendly purring its ass off and shit like, all right, this will make a decent pet because my kid wanted a cat because the other two croaked and shit. So, all right, we adopt this cat. He names it Meowkle Jackson. Fucking <laughs> find out it's not a girl cat. It's a fucking dude cat who had a procedure done that I guess cats get done when they have too many urinary stones or whatever. They just cut its fucking dick off. Wow. They lop a cat dick, which, you know, cat dicks are gross anyway. So cool. I wanted a female cat more. Than... I, 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 perfect for this. Uh, cat exactly. <laughs> we'll come into a, we'll come into play. There's a lot of cat dick comes into play. There's a lot here. of cat dick in this movie. Uh. <laughs> so, and, yeah. You're taking my appreciation for movies with dicks in them to a whole new level with this shit. Okay. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> this movie uh, that we're going to be talking about today uh, is called uh, Cat Sick Blues. Um it's by uh Australian <laughs> director. His name is uh Dave Jackson. Pour some whiskey. Uh yeah, this movie was uh he has the most mundane name and he's a yeah. total fucking deviant. Yeah, he's a, fe- a, a fellow Jackson. Um yes, a fellow deviant. And an interesting, an interesting aspect to Dave Jackson is he is Australian, and this movie I believe was shot in Australia. To Dave. But he now lives and resides in uh Japan. Um oh. Which, given this film, um, it, this this the way this film is, uh, Japan is the appropriate place for him to be, because uh, right. <laughs> this movie uh, is the type of shit that you would see coming out of Japan. Um, this is part the of the reason. Why, to part the of the reason, right? Part of the reason why I love Japanese cinema so much uh, is because they are so unrestrained and so fucking subversive. So, so uh jason <laughs> where do we start with cat sick blues uh do you want to do do you uh, a do little the... summary of it or yeah something? i'll let you do the summary. all right let me rush and doll this shit a little bit yeah. start just log line ish i didn't read the description of it i just watched it <laughs> which made it even fucking crazy <laughs> more awesome it's basically this fucking Arrested development weirdo creeps cat dies. So he gets it in his head that if he becomes a murderous furry dressed as a cat and kills nine people, he can bring his cat back to life. Yes. Meanwhile, there's this lady, this chick who has basically a cat fucking YouTube show with this famous cat who gets raped by this fucking half retarded, crazy fan of the cat. 
and the cat gets killed. So she's all traumatized and she ends up going to this grief pet death grief counseling group where she ends up meeting up with that dude, the killer guy. She ends up fucking him too, spoiler alert. So she gets raped and fucks a killer in this movie. So she's batting fucking nothing or batting a thousand, depending on how you look at it. Right. Um, <laughs> it's a fucking mess. It's a glorious mess. Don't get me wrong. It was highly entertaining. I was just like, what the fuck? Time and again, if you can get a guy like me to even say that once, that's pretty fucking impressive. Yes, I think. yes, yes. I think that's a fairly, a fairly good summary. Uh, if this is a movie that is very, it, it's a fucking demented movie. Um, <laughs> and I say that as someone who, who watches a lot of, a lot of out there shit. Um, Catsick Blues, uh, man yeah <laughs> it's shot so normatively though it looks yeah. like any kind of boring indie thriller sort of the way it's shot yeah with just yeah the, yeah it does the dolly down the hallway to reveal people around the corner even though they're doing nothing that you're revealing so it's kind of a superfluous fucking amateur camera movement and shit but it's that tone and that mood could very well have none of this demented shit in it and it looked like any one of those run-of-the-mill movies that people make yeah but it goes next level because it's so fucking crazy. Right. It's the ideas and it's the themes and shit, right? Like it's it's the it's the things that it explores, right? It's you know, not only is it, you know, um <laughs> it's just where it's willing to go, dude. Yeah, it's just willing to go there, right? It's willing to go there. And then, like I said, maybe, you know, uh let me just say this. Uh trigger warnings for this movie, okay? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh if you might not want to if you're not uh if you're easily traumatized or if you have things that are traumatic to you when it comes to like things like sexual violence or even things like uh, violence to pets um, uh, or let's just 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 this movie's not for you. Just walk away uh, or watch it on repeat 100 times as exposure therapy and get over your issues. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. I don't know if you want to watch this movie. <laughs> I don't know. This movie might turn you into the guy in the movie if you watch it. It's saying something times. to be said for exposure therapy, too, to the triggered yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Can't we, nerf everything. Just, you know. Yeah, me and Jay are not trained therapists. So don't just take everything we say with a grain of salt. That's untrue. I trained at a. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. well, I'll speak for me. Jay is completely I don't know, untrained. Completely untrained. Okay. These are just my unsympathetic instincts. Oh, I, I mean, I've had shit in my life that has happened to me right. that, by definition, I could very easily be triggered over. Right. But I'm not. Right. And I don't know why that is, what makes one person triggered versus somebody else not. But I'm glad I'm not. Yeah. Because what a I prison always, to live in. And I always have to, like, you know, as I've gotten older, right, like, I've I've really been sort of conscious of, like, um, like, looking at the world through sort of the lens of everyone is not me so right you know what i mean because it's very easy for maybe like uh for people like us uh, it's like rich people saying pull yourself up by your bootstraps yeah yeah, it's very, yeah. I, I say people like us because we're like men we're like you know uh mm -hmm. we're of a certain age right and a certain generation so i feel like uh and even that's just this doesn't speak for everyone in our generation or anything like that but i'm but I mean, just from an individual perspective, right? I just try to look at things like just because I'm like able to sort of like, you know, uh, deal with certain shit, like or, 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 or I have a, a layer of sort of a, a thicker skin. I, I understand, you know what I'm saying? That not everybody does. So, you, for know, sure. you know, it is very easy and it's very like knee jerk for me to be like, yo, man, just just get get tougher. You know what I mean? But I feel but I, I, I recognize that. Like how when I say that though, it's not to de denigrate oh. people. It's to try and get them to free themselves from these fucking these you know realms of captivity they found themselves in, and they kind of sometimes you do perpetuate you know, Facts. which is dwelling on negative shit. So, and part of it's the infantilization we always talk about. Yeah, yeah. That's part of what makes you a grown up is getting over the shit that happened to you as a kid. You know. Facts. Yeah. And so. and I and I'm just saying like from you know. But I'm sympathetic to everybody. You yeah, know, yeah, Suffering yeah. and shit. And it's not even about like me sort of like like because when you said it i know exactly where you're coming from right. you know it's just i stay i just sometimes i just have to like say restate things just for myself really you know what i mean because it's all it's really it's one of those things where it's like 
I'm trying to get better, Jason. I'm trying. <laughs> trying real hard. You know, I'm real. trying really hard. You know what I'm saying? I try really hard to Being sort a of shepherd. Uh, yeah, I try really hard to sort of be more. I don't know, conscious, you know, and it's not even from a it's not from an inauthentic place either. It's not mm-hmm. from like I'm not trying to like mince my words or any of that shit. I'm just trying to be like because, you know, we shoot the shit. Right. That's part of the big part of the aspect of this podcast. We shoot the shit. We have sense of humors. We crack jokes. We say things that are off the cuff. And I want that. I want to continue that. And it's not about it's not about like uh, trying to like be beheld into sort of any sort of PC bullshit or any of that. No, nah, it's nah. not from that place. It's actually from a legitimate place. It's from a legitimate place of saying like, nah, um, I just, you know, as I've gotten older, I just really want to say the things that I mean and mean the things that I say. Um, except when it's like explicitly we're joking. Okay. You know right. what I mean? When we're and there's the joking, cognitive dissonance thing too. Right, like right, for some right. people, mm-hmm. for me myself, like I said, I've had some shit I won't necessarily go into at this juncture mm-hmm. happen to me that I make jokes about and it's cathartic. Right. So for somebody who's been raped and they like rape jokes because they find catharsis in it. Right. Who is the person who gets triggered by rape jokes to deprive the person who has catharsis through them of having access to them or making them. You know what I mean? That sympathy goes always because we got to stop acting like people are monos. If this happened to someone like you can take this movie after she gets raped. There's a lot of people who are like, she wouldn't end up fucking somebody after she got raped. Not like that. You know what I mean? Because she ends yeah. up fucking the dude after she got raped. And a lot of women would be like, when I got raped, the last thing I wanted to do was be with a man for years. Or You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, she's not you. Right. There's no. lots of weird people who react different weird ways and they cope weird ways. You can't deprive people of their weird avenues to coping, you know? Yeah. And it's even even that scene with the sex scene between her and uh, <laughs> the cat man. <laughs> uh, Not that that was written from a place of character necessarily. Yeah, but, he, he, but yeah, but but <laughs> he he was totally like she was totally like it looked like the most Dead. unenjoyable. Yes. Like yeah, like she clearly was not deriving any pleasure Agreed. from this sex with him. Like it was almost like she was just. I'm supposed to do this. I'm going through the motions. Well, she wanted to feel something yeah, other yeah, than yeah. just sorrow or right, or right. whatever. Yeah. You got yeah, you got the sense that like when she was sleeping with Ted, Ted is the is is our uh is our this is a slasher <laughs> movie, people. Basically, this is yeah. a slasher movie. Uh <laughs> Ted, who's the villain who kills like Jason already summarized, he kills nine women in this movie, um dressed up as a cat. He well, which a- is something she points out too, the hypocrisy mm-hmm. of him thinking it's this ritual he's going to bring him back she's like you ever realize you killed nine women you fucking pervert yeah it yeah, have yeah. to be women you kill you fucking loser right if you got to bring Whoop, back what? Oh, if shit. you got to kill nine women like you know like specifically right. nine lives you know why make them nine women right. yeah i like i like that aspect that was nice actually. yeah that was a nice thing i believe the her name is laura in the movie laura the, claire or claire Who's Laura? Did I hear Laura in the movie? Or is Laura the friend? Laura, I think the first two girls, I think that it went alphabetical with the. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was Claire. I'm trying to think. I know Laura was in this movie, but yeah. Uh, uh, So Ted is the villain. Laura, like Laura's not. Laura's some other character. And Claire is the is the is the woman. Right. Basically, basically protagonist. She's our final girl. Yeah, Lord, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess, you know, if you want to use sort of a, a slasher conventions, like Laura, Laura is some woman that's not her at all. Like, I'm trying to remember who that is. I want to say, is that the friend or is that the first? The first one gets beheaded, maybe. There's maybe two girls. One of them's a toker. The other one's right. not so, cool. So we, let's let's <laughs> start with that. Like the scene opens and they're watching this cat video, which is not funny. Um, <laughs> which is actually the which they uh, acknowledge right right this right used to be funny why do we like these what happened and she and then and uh one of the women hears they both hear a cat meow right and they think it's like a stray i guess because it's they live in an area and neighborhood where like they get strays apparently yeah it's, it's like just apartments she, and right shit. just apartments and she goes one of the girls goes to fucking fuck with the cat basically she plans to dump a bucket of water so she it, it immediately gets karmic justice right in a way i mean i don't know if that's karmic justice yeah some hammurabi <laughs> yeah getting your getting beheaded is yes. kind of like beyond the that's beyond karmic that that's going extra but like so she she's out there she hears the cat meowing she throws a bucket of water Though there are some members of PETA and shit they would think if you throw a bucket of water on a cat you should get beheaded yeah you know? and those those people PETA are, jihadis, are yeah. basically like ted they're right they're, the only thing that's stopping a lot of those PETA people from being ted is probably 
laws and like mm-hmm. the fact that they would have to <laughs> and i'm not like anti-pita and shit you know it takes yeah. all kinds there's some good yeah. people obviously in PETA. there's some good people in PETA, and there's bad you know good people on all both sides <laughs> <laughs> oh shit oh shit yeah, on both sides take those redskins head off yeah but you know like so she she throws a bucket of water and where she thinks the cat is and out comes ted but ted's dressed in this uh <laughs> this cat this black head it's like a black mask it's a very striking mask too uh, yeah. it's, you know, it's a black cat head mask. He's got on this red sort of uh, it's like a Freddy Krueger style sweater it with no stripes. <laughs> fits him like uh, right. fucking he's, Tommy or whatever. And yeah, he's and he's got he's got his it's almost it's almost a it's, it's Seymour almost, Hoffman. It's almost a belly shirt. Yeah, the way, exactly, the way as I'm saying, like his belly button showing barely fits him and shit. And he has he is a big gangly motherfucker. though. Yeah, he's a big, tall motherfucker. Andrew Bogan looking motherfucker. Yeah, long limbed Australian guy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um. And he 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 beheads this girl, and then uh, her her friend with a shovel with a shovel. Right, this movie like it doesn't skimp on the sort of practical gore effects either. Like it's it's very it's very gory, um, and it sets the stage very early. So he kills the first woman, and then when the other girl comes to investigate, he kills her as, as well, and uh, and and brutal fashion. Um, then he sits down on their couch. And starts watching the laptop on which uh, they were watching the cat video on. And then that's when we get the sort of uh, the music and the opening titles. And again, the music in this movie, the needle drops yeah. in this movie. Uh, it's got some great like it's really uh, that opening song is great. This is a screaming yeah. and shit. And then, of yeah. course, the fucking title cards and the fucking cast and everything's all just I feel, I feel sketchy I feel, looking and bright yeah. colored. And it was very punk. Yeah, I feel like the 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 music choices in this film add to that. Uh, it feels like, like whoever did post was almost crazier than who shot it. Like I said, the way it was shot, just so conventionally, but then that shit was slapped on and brought it to life in a whole new way. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I know that the director was one of the editors. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, so it's written and editor. directed by him. I know he co-wrote this with a, I believe, art. Uh, a horror novelist maybe i believe mm-hmm. um, so I, I guess what i'm saying is i wonder if it was intentional to shoot it flat that, like, like that. kind of plaintively and shit yeah. yeah and then just mark it up with the crazy music and everything because uh he very yeah. easily could have i wonder if it would have been a more even crazier dynamic like cult movie if it was shot more like the taint or something just crazy yeah you know yeah i feel like uh, yeah i don't know how in, but i don't know had, if it's better i think it's kind of cool that it's shot like this but that's fucking weird it feels very intentional <laughs> you know like right you know, and I, I if he if i found out if i found out that like uh the director didn't do this intentionally i wouldn't you know i wouldn't be surprised but if you told I wouldn't me be mad too it's just kind right. of a almost inexperienced level just that the camera is always at eye level kind of that yeah yeah shots it just feels almost student filmish to right. a degree you know what i mean in that sense yeah. where it doesn't play a lot with close-ups medium long there's no orchestration of it it's right. all just basic you know and I, shots, but. and I feel like the pedestrian like the pedestrian sort of cinematography uh just works so well juxtaposed with all the exactly. wild shit like it's you know the what juxtaposition I mean? that makes it dope that's what i'm saying i yeah. wonder if it was shot crazier and more dynamically if it it wouldn't work as well or what i don't know you but know, it I, might still find more caught standing or something because it would be more accessible yeah. to people who are genre people you know but i think i think that it actually makes the the, the, the extreme, i like it yeah i like it too i think it makes the extreme elements feel more extreme because mm-hmm. because you know like mm-hmm. if you watch like a very stylized horror movie like an argento movie or something right like the the style actually takes away from the brutality yeah, like it's you know what i, I mean it, it takes away from the, the insanity in the in a way because you're like it starts to feel like just like one giant art well piece. what it's saying is isn't this a fucking crazy movie we made this movie's right. fucking crazy instead of oh my god look what's happening isn't this crazy yeah, yeah. this just feels sick yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying you're like this motherfucker's sick like you know what i mean like as a, as, as, as what was up with his seizures was he like actually epileptic or some I, yeah, shit? is I don't that know. tied it, to the ritual what the fuck was yeah, that yeah he, he would it te- it seemed to be like or almost <laughs> orgasmic right like i couldn't quite yeah tell. but who nuts like, yeah like that I don't know if home, I don't know it's if like, homie was I mean was busting on himself or I don't know what was going on, bro. But uh oh, let's talk tantric or some shit. If so, it was like fucking. Let's talk about tantric uh, masturbator. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Let's talk about uh, the fact that like after the opening scene, he goes to this guy to make him 
he has him make him these first of all he comes he's made him these claws these sharp, yeah yeah sharp the artisan yeah and then he has him make a cat strap on dick a giant thor you know a cat has a barbed right. a barbed penis so he goes from like freddy krueger but you know thundercat claws to this to this yeah seven shit right and he's so he's but like you said barbed like lion cocks are barbed and shit it's very he's, you know like yeah it's very house funny. cats too house cats got that shit i that's believe brutal, so. so yeah i believe so, so i believe that's how a cat picks cats so. shouldn't be allowed to fuck it <laughs> should be illegal for cats to fuck that's terrible we gotta do something about this let's uh, get a petition going on move on.org or some shit no more cat fucking <laughs> apparently apparently i was looking like looking into this and like apparently again this is another movie that got kicked that looks like they did a kickstarter for it mm -hmm. uh, which i'm not surprised uh i mean not, he's gonna he's gonna make these movies he'll pitch this shit around town yeah no one's gonna make this movie in the studio system like um, now it shouldn't have cost much to make that I so think, do you know yeah. how much they raised on the kickstarter let's look it up real quick here cat young see, jamie Kexic, pull that up pull it up jamie pull that up uh let's see cat sick blues kickstarter let's see how much they let's see how much they raised here what was the ask and then what did they raise I was like, okay here i found reveal. it okay so it's, they were looking to raise okay da, 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 pledged okay the ask is it says they pledged fourteen thousand five hundred australian um let's see what the ask is though um bro 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 what is the film about yada 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 we know what that is we just went over our budget here we go uh 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 uh, uh we've i'm just curious because you know it's one thing when somebody's like we need 10 grand to make this micro budget and they raise 14 first we need 100 grand and they only get 14 and then they have to make it with yeah. 14 when they were budgeting for 100 okay so stretch goal our target amount is the bare minimum that we can make cat sick blues for if we're able to exceed our target, not only will it make for a smoother production, we will also be able to add more elaborate practical effects and prosthetics, shoot in locations longer, and most importantly, spray more flake butter around 15,000 was, right. was their target, right? So they uh, hit it, basically. Basically, I mean, yeah. They, said 15, they could fill the rest out with their pockets, you know. And 20,000 was their, like, you know, Stretch. over the moon. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So so they they just, a, yeah, they basically got just below that. So they're playing, like, in the same budget range I was, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This seems to be a trend. Like all these movies seem to be yeah. around that 14. Which is great though. I mean, you could really yeah. take like I described it in that shit I was writing in Pipeline Artist, used Hyundai money, basically. A good used Hyundai or something, you know, to make a fucking there's, movie. There's no reason not to. Right. You know what I mean? There's no reason to, I still don't I really don't fucking understand why they don't do this at like at any of these studios. Like I right. re I really don't I still don't understand it. Like I understand that they want to make a billion dollars, but it's like I mean, you know, I talked about creating a whole platform just specifically for this shit. But if you're shooting films, right? Like, let's just say, for example, like, like you still want to pay people. So I feel like the budget, like the budget should be separate. Like, I feel like a production budget, like, like the total cost of making the movie. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I'm not talking about paying for actors. I'm not talking about paying for uh, you're just what's on screen above a line and below line. I feel like they should allocate a budget like at the studio level, like, OK, mm -hmm. like. This is just the budget on screen. And then there's a separate budget for the people, you know, to to pay everyone. And then there's a third budget, which is pr promotion and marketing. And even that would be. So you're saying $15,000 on screen. Right. But you paid people mm -hmm. 100 grand. Right. Or something. You would you make your you would make your money back, especially with like the like, I feel like especially with the ability for these studios to sort of market this shit you know what i mean like they'll be able to get ass enough asses in the seats to where like they'll make that back like they'll they'll yeah. lose they'll lose on some bets for sure but like even the losses will be relatively small i feel like they really don't know how to market though and that's why they don't do this shit their idea of marketing is throw 200 million dollars at fucking stupid ass print and tv ads and all that shit they still do right it's crazy they, well they spend like 100 million dollars to market a movie it's fucking ridiculous and they have no idea how to do anything with these small movies. Well, I feel like I feel like if they took similar approaches to like the ones who do it well, like the A24s mm -hmm. or like uh, Blumhouse like has in the past, 
or like Lionsgate on certain certain mm-hmm. movies and shit. I feel like uh, there's certain places that sort of uh, I don't know. Yeah, like mark- if you create a shingle for it and then it's a brand and it's a whatever, you know. Yeah, like I feel like movies like, production or even 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 we see how movies go straight to Netflix or straight to yeah. streaming like like certain streamers have a good ability to sort of utilize their platform mm-hmm. to, to pu- pu- push the new movies. Right. Like, I feel like a lot of these movies would benefit uh, immensely from just being slotted in one of those places. Because yeah. I feel like they like at, at, at least would turn some kind of at least make the money back. Netflix could so easily just in all their little genres they have create a micro budget or even a nano budget one. Mm-hmm. And if you like this, then you like this. And the algorithm sends people who like shit like creep and stuff even well, down Nef- there. You right, know what I mean? Netflix, Netflix would rather hemorrhage money and just give it. Right. They're give, all stupid ass fucking capitalists. They got no business doing this shit. Giving Noah Bombach 140 million is. <laughs> what does I he just, need that much money for? He's what never, is he making? I, he's never made a movie that would warrant him. Getting no, it's Talking Heads movies. What, right, I, mean, like, I actually like Noah. I know you don't like his shit, but I dig Noah Bombach. I mean, shit. It's not, I don't dislike Bombach necessarily i just you know he's just like whatever like you know what i mean like like i don't have confidence in him like i said this before like i don't really have confidence in him uh to give him 140 million dollars no that's insane i just don't see why what is he trying to make some space epic action movie or something right he's doing don delilio delilio's white noise dog like you're not like what are you doing it's just like like a right it doesn't i mean i could see them like doing doing that movie for like okay 30 or you know something like that right like, you know but like 140 like that's what they make that's what they're making like these giant epic movies for like you know what i mean like i just don't understand what will warrant them giving him that much money but um it's yeah, crazy i don't know if he was making like underworld which is like another uh the lilio novel that's a massive novel i would understand maybe um but yeah i just don't i don't get it like but you know but they'll they'll you use it you'll use uh, they'll use a movie or a filmmaker uh, with a certain name attached, you know, that has that awareness. Uh, they'll use that as part of sort of like the justification. Is that part of some deal he got though, maybe to make maybe possibly. multiple movies or some possibly. shit? Cause that just sounds absurd. Possibly. Possibly. It's gotta be something like that. <laughs> it's gotta be. It doesn't, you know what I mean? But just, yeah, I don't compute. Yeah. It just doesn't make any kind of sense. I feel like he wouldn't even want a budget that big for one movie. It's not even what he does and shit, unless he's trying to make Moby Dick or something weird. Right. I'm not quite sure, dude. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's gonna be maybe, a bunch of talking heads and shit. Like know? I always say this all the time. Like these movies are like money laundering schemes. So like, mm-hmm. like I feel like that you know they need some forensic accounting on that shit. See how that 140s diced up because that. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm looking at that shit hella dubious. Like doing shit like this is how Netflix plays no taxes, right? But I just know, right. And I'm just like 140. I'm like, I know right now if I was to make a movie, right? Uh, which I plan on doing, but I know if I was to make a movie for 50 grand, I know I'm gonna have people looking over my shoulder how I spend that 50 grand. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, if I'm not coming up with it completely, I'm gonna have somebody looking, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so it's just like imagine the level of eyes that you would or scrutiny you should have when you get something that size like like uh so weird i mean he's insulated from like yeah he's insulated yeah, yeah. so certain filmmakers get that that level of protective you know that protective layer of sort of like i get to do what the fuck i want leave me the fuck alone but at the end of the day you're still spending 140 million dollars you know what i mean like um you know what this means is that marriage story shit he made what was it called mm-hmm. yeah that marriage story yeah that shit must have killed in their algorithm must have done numbers, dude, for them to throw that kind of money. Yeah, I'm all, you know, who knows? Because Netflix never fucking shows their numbers. I appreciate him, though. He makes movies about, like, grown-up shit, for the most part, that no one else really fucks with these days. Yeah, he's got, like, what, Squid and the Whale? What is it? Uh, yeah, Greenberg's Greenberg. fucking great. I love yeah, Greenberg. Yeah, yeah. That whole hurt people, hurt people shit comes from Greenberg, and it sounds oversimplified, but, man, that's the truest axiom I've ever fucking heard. Yeah, yeah bears repeating you know um, yeah i mean like i said like i, I we were I, young I, but uh francis do, high yeah i do like i do like that bombach makes films that are like not fucking you know basically for kids you right know what i mean like you know right. like i feel like every movie now is like for kids or for adults it's like woody allen's <laughs> 80s movies you know yeah september yeah. shit like that fucking yeah but then you've got a movie 
know, like cat sick blues. <laughs> <laughs> well, who is this for? Uh, apparently it's for me, people. bitch. Apparently it's for fucked up people like us. Uh, exactly. Because <laughs> I came across it and I just had to watch it. Uh, and then I had to tell you about it. And it's just like, <laughs> uh, what does this say about us? I'm so happy. This is my favorite thing to do in life is find someone who I can trust as a curative conduit, basically, to these things. Like, I don't got to dig for crazy movies because I know you're out there taking it easy for the rest of us sinners. And you yeah. fucking pipeline the shit to me. I win. <laughs> I, I really, I really like appreciate it, brother. Oh, of course, man. Uh, I would really like to pick Drew. I say Drew. I say Drew. Dave. Thinking about the taint. Yeah. <laughs> I would really like to pick, Right. I would really like to pick uh, Dave's mind about this fucking movie, dog. Like, yeah. Uh, you know what um, we should do? We should have him on to just bullshit about this of course but also do a comparative study of the cat people movies wasn't the classic cat people and then Schrader yeah. made one or yeah. some oh, shit oh, I, was, I watched that not too long ago a uh, cat the, was a cat what's it called cat people cat people right with yeah. uh with the uh, uh natasha's kinski. kinski yeah fucking yeah. claus kinski's daughter in it dude yes. that's a fucking wild ass movie man. so there's that but that's a remake there's like an old black and white cat people that it's like what's, famous. Do you, yeah. do you know that like during that shoot, like uh Paul Schrader and her were like in engaged in, it. in an entanglement? <laughs> yeah, I heard something about that that's and crazy, I was like, good dog. for you, dude. Yeah, that's crazy, dog. Like Schrader like, of all people. Schrader of all people, yeah. The Catholic motherfucker. Paul Schrader looked like Paul Schrader now, then. Right. <laughs> Schrader. Like, and look how she looked back then. Right. Shit. Perpetually 55 or 68. Paul Schrader. I'm surprised Klaus Kinski didn't cleave his head open with a saber or some shit. It was Klaus a, uh, Kinski apparently when they were making uh, Aguirre was just like attacking motherfuckers with swords and shit. He's crazy. Yeah, he's he's crazy. And I think Natasha was like, again, like I believe her mom's like a model. Or yeah, something. for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, she's a, like, and then that that was one of the things about that movie. Like, God, that's a crazy fucking movie. Dude, let's have him on yeah. to talk about cat people. We can talk about it. It's because it's basically a where it's it's wear panthers. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's a wear a Paul Schrader made a wear panther. Which movie. I thought this was going to near the end because spoiler alert, she gets fucking impregnated by Ted when he fucking she banged him that time. Right. And then it becomes some dead alive shit for a minute, like early yeah, Peter yeah. Jackson prosthetic fucking cat baby thing she gives birth to. Body horror, Cronenberg shit. shit. Yeah, I did yeah. not see the body horror coming. There's no uh, way I thought it was going to end with her <laughs> like that. And then it comes back. Like then it's like, oh, then it like because at first right. you're like, is this real? Like you know what I mean? And then it's like, and it's oh, not. It's not like you pulled a cabinet of Dr. Caligari on us. Yeah, shit. and I actually sort of kind of like I, I appreciated it because like, I felt like it could have went either way. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I think I, it needed it. I think if it had just ended without it, yeah, it really. Eh kind of a whimper you know what i mean yeah it definitely added that layer of sort of surrealism which is interesting because i usually hate that it was all a dream type shit yeah but it's this movie so fucking wild that like like you just sort of like i don't know like this movie gets it's almost like because it planted these seeds where you might be wondering is there some actual supernatural ritual he's doing he read some occult book or some shit right so now the supernatural shit's coming to bear but it's like no he was just fucking nuts yeah, yeah, Obviously. because well, well, he he kid he after he kills his ninth his ninth victim, right? He, let's just let's just let's just set this up. <laughs> this hooker, right? He kidnaps Claire. Well, he goes to Claire's house. Um, at this point, Claire's already figured it out who he is. You know, she's deduced that. Oh, right. I think I think I may have slept with. The she kid. didn't call the cops or anything, right? No, no, not at all. Claire, of like, course, Claire's her, a mess, right? She's a she's a, she's a, she's a mess, well, justifiably so. But uh, well, uh, I think she was a mess before. She was a she but, was a mess before because she was a, yeah. a YouTuber with a was, cat with yeah. a cat a cat lady YouTuber. So she was right. already a mess. A mess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so so uh, yeah, ain't no such thing as a well-adjusted cat yeah. YouTuber. Yeah. So so. He comes, Ted comes to her house. He 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 has her taped to a chair with a fucking uh funnel, one of those funnels they that you get from the vet that they put around the uh, the animal's neck. Yes, the cone. <laughs> and, and he has a fucking barrel. Yeah, he has the cone. She has the cone around her. He has a fucking barrel with with Philip, his dead cat. That he's all the blood of the nine chicks all that he fucking the murdered. Blood that he's collected. 
the, the cat is just marinating in the blood of nine <laughs> dead women. His dead cat that was frozen in right. his freezer for and who knows ex- how I guess, long. I guess Ted was expecting that, like, once he put the cat inside with the nine, the blood of the nine different victims, that it would come back to life, but it didn't. So he has the barrel there <laughs> and he puts a funnel in her mouth. Oh, in a fucking just ladling ladling in blood like, and down uh, for her to drink right so it's, it's fucking disgusting it is uh, nasty i was uh, fucking eating some chicken wings because that's how i started my morning i was like i hadn't eaten in like 24 hours i was fasting but uh yeah i was eating and i never have any issue with watch i can watch fucking dr pimple popper and shit while i eat i don't give a fuck but i, I was like <laughs> for a second on that shit dude just ladling it into her mouth it's fucking it's pretty uh, it's pretty gross and 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 so he does that right and and so flash forward after she escapes from yeah. ted right um she manages to get out she like headbutts him and headbutts then works him, her right. way over to get his claw freddy krueger glove and lo- right which are sharp as fuck apparently because you know uh he's been cutting- should look like lion-o and thundercats and shit yeah and, and <laughs> that glove he has yeah, she slices Ted and like he starts crying like a bitch and basically mm-hmm. runs away with his fucking dead cat, Philip. Uh, and then like that's Patrick, Patrick. or is it Philip yes. or is it Patrick? Patrick. Why do, Patrick. I, why do I want to say? I just Phillip? watched it. I don't know. You just watched it. I want to say Philip, but it's Patrick the cat. Uh, uh, and fucking um, Some respect on his name, bitch. Patrick. So, so then, so then, like that's when you get to the scene where like the the fucking. Basically, the paramedics show up, the, the you know, and, and she's in bed and she's all fucking gross looking and shit. And I'm like, that's when you think, oh, like you see that she's pregnant and you're like, oh, shit. So I get the sense immediately. Like, is she about to have something supernatural? Though, super, like, supernatural. She's pregnant as fuck after like, right, she right. wasn't. Yeah. Before the like, shit went in her mouth. Is this like, how the is this how the cat is going to be Cronenberg brought, brought back to life? <laughs> and in fact, that is how the cat is being brought back to life because uh, she does. She actually, it actually feels like the exorcist at that point because she gets all these fucking she boils, has, like, boils on her face, and she's but like, like hair growing too. Yeah, she's like ugh. pretty disgusting. She has like black blood that they're like, you know what I mean? Like it's just very, it's very trippy. And yeah. she does give birth to a fucking in like hair- a mental institution. She's interred right. in a hair, a hairless cat. Um, <laughs> this is Mister Bigglesworth looking fucking monstrosity? Yeah, some shit that looks definitely like a. It looks like the almost like think of the baby from a racer head and you're kind of yes. close kind of close it's like the brood meets <laughs> mr bigglesworth are mixed with the cat like if if are the cats from uh what's the fucking the the stephen king movie uh pet cemetery not no 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 the one that mick garris did sleepwalkers like you know how those oh, fucking okay. cats the big head mm-hmm. motherfuckers imagine a baby version of that right like then you'd be you'd be pretty close to what sh- what claire gives birth to and then it cuts back it has that her. perfect look though of just like low budget cheese yeah like, yeah you know, yeah yeah mac I, and me looking shit yeah i appreciated <laughs> all the like prosthetic yes practical shit in this movie uh some of the blood i wish like that one chick that he fucking smashes her head in the dog lady oh yeah yeah he smashes with a dog statue of her like dude yeah, over yeah. it's fucking the sound, it's a long drawn out scene the, the sound is killer the sound is like very like but I just, I was just thinking, and I know it's budget and all that, and just multiple takes you got to do so you can't get outlandish. That's just what sucks when you're making a movie on a budget like this. If you got a million dollars, somebody comes in and scrubs at you, do another take or whatever, where they bring in a whole new fucking breakfast counter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That doesn't have blood on it because they got five of them. But I was just saying, if the blood splatter had been everywhere on that shit like it probably would have been if he smashed her head in that much that would have been fucking amazing the visuals because it was like just around her and it was such a horrific fucking bludgeoning i feel like it would have been like the wonderland apartments or some shit you know what i'm saying just jackson pollock everywhere (laughs) but uh (laughs) so it could have been even gorier the kills and shit were gory but just the spray but again i know it's because of budget i've been there you know yeah i just fuck dude dude i'm just (laughs) The more, the more, the more I like, and I actually, you know, it's kind of funny because, like, and I don't know if it's just an Australian thing, bro, bro, but like, Australia. There's something about Australia. There's something. Yeah, yeah. About, it's it's fucking something. penal colony. They're all yeah, those, those, savages, dude. Yeah, there's just something about that place and those <laughs> people. Uh, I love it. Why do you think yeah. all the leading men in Hollywood now come from there? Because they're fucking rugged men and shit, you know. 
Yeah, Australia's, they're fucking bandits. Australia's a fucked up place, bro. <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Has, oh, yeah. has a lot of animals that'll kill you. Uh, oh yeah, dude, everything that'll kill you. I mean, ironically, most of those animals weren't there originally. They were actually, when you look into the history, like most of those animals aren't indigenous to them. Right. They were brought in, which is even more wild, right? Yeah. But, like it's just it's like that island I was on with the feral donkeys and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but anytime there's like a genre type of movie that comes out of there, I'm always like, I'll give it. I usually give it a shot. Because I know that, like, there's a likelihood that it's going to go. I need to see more. I mean, I love some Australian movies. Yeah. Fucking Chopper. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, I mean, they got some great Snowtown. Yeah, and I'm and the genre stuff, I mean, it comes from a genre tradition. You had, Kingdom, like, you, know. you had, like, back in the day, you had, like, Brian Trenchard Smith doing, like, all the sort of, like, exploitation-y ass, like, Austin. I don't even know who the fuck that is. I need to look into it. Uh, he's like Tarantino love mm. loves him. He's made he made like movies like remember BMX Bandits back in the day. Oh, yeah, like yeah. The Cole Kidman's first movie. Well, that's uh Brian Trenchard Smith. Okay, okay, but he's done a lot of like fake. I would say like our ripoff sort of warrior style or like road warrior style movies. Mm -hmm. Like he, you know, he's just done a lot of those. I think uh, Dead End Driving, I believe, is one of the ones he's like a, a cult favorite of his. It's mm. like basically a post-apocalyptic uh, movie where it's where people are stuck in a drive-in. Like, yeah, yeah, it's wild. <laughs> How do you like, get stuck in a drive-in? Yeah, yeah, it's wild. So like, yeah, Trenchard is uh, Trenchard Smith is. You need to check some of that out. Sometime. He's done. He did. He did. I think he did one of the Leprechaun sequels too. Like he did like, I don't know if it was Leprechaun in the Hood or I don't know. He did one of those movies. Uh, uh, he's just, you know, he's like a journeyman sort of like genre movie dude, but like genre specifically over there is so interesting because there's the Wormwood movies. They're they're lower, mm. they're done at a lower budget. They're heavily inspired by uh George Miller, um, and his shit that he did, obviously with the original World Warrior. Is that Babadook his... shit made over there? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jennifer Kent is from. I'm over scared there. to watch it because a lot of people I don't trust said it was fucking amazing. Yo. But then some people I do trust said it was good. So you know what I mean. you need to watch though? Her sec her follow-up movie, Nightingale. God yeah, yeah. damn, that's a brutal movie, dog. Oh my god. It's like you 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 know the revenant, right? Yeah, it's on my radar, dude. I definitely the need Nightingale to watch it. is like makes the revenant seem like nothing, dog. Damn. Like you feel like you feel like so I watch that shit soon. I love you know I love some yeah. brutal shit because you know the Revenant is like this Leonardo DiCaprio gets beat the yeah. fuck up. It's this long arduous journey, but by the end of fucking Nightingale, I was like, bruh, I was like this, this uh, bruh. Dude, like, we should do a double fuck? feature of that and the Painted Bird. I was saying it's, you gotta watch. Yeah, it's Oof. rough. No, Nightingale's rough. rough dog. And it also Let's, gets. Go ahead. We should have a rough off for real. Let's watch those two movies and say which one's more brutal because this shit's. Nightingale has baby death. It's funny too. <laughs> all kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> the Nightingale also gets into uh sort of like the stuff that they don't like to talk about, which is sort of like the racism that existed uh in Australia when it comes to the Aboriginal people. Oh yeah. You know, I was the, about to say that when, yeah. when we were describing the country. The, the, like, just as fuck against the Aboriginal. Like, oh shit, you froze up. Yeah, you did. I did too. I think it's back though. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, there's a lot of that. Like the whole like the fella, the fellas, the fellas as they call themselves, the Aboriginals, uh, Aborigine people. Uh, there's a whole history that like doesn't get talked about that much. Oh uh, yeah. That like that. The night, and shit even yeah, basically. the Nightingale dives into that a little bit in a in a, in a very sort of like uh, in your face kind of way. Uh, the Aborigines always fascinated me, mm -hmm. especially because I would see movies about them when I was a kid and shit, you know. But then uh. When we lived in the Philippines, they have the Negritos, mm. who are kind of aboriginals. They're like really dark skinned, African almost looking, white haired. Yeah. Fucking dudes who literally live in the jungles and shit in the Philippines. And they're like that, that unsung class, you know, that weird disappearing yeah. race like the aborigines who got fucked with for centuries. Yeah, dog. Negritos so awesome. are awesome. I used to buy ninja stars and shit from them. <laughs> <laughs> they would sell yeah. for like three for a dollar. Like my brother and I, real bow and arrows with like fucking murderous tips and shit on them. We had a stash of like weapons we'd buy from the Negritos, like hidden. <laughs> yeah, the Philippines is also one of those places. This is wild. Yeah, well, they've got a lot of like history when it comes to like obviously their actual history, which is all the fucked up stuff that has occurred. Oh, yeah. 
you know, but just like, the conquistador aspect, the Spanish yeah. influence, the church, everybody fucks with them. But specifically when it comes to like the movies that came out of there, dude, they have some of the wildest shit. I need to watch some Filipino cinema. I never even dug into it, which is crazy. Of, I was know, like a kid when I was there. The crazy is a lot of those, like I remember like during the time of like the heyday of like, you know, Corman and like AIP and shit. Like mm-hmm. they had they did a lot of shoot, they shot a lot of films over there. Yeah. Uh because you know it's a budget. You can do a lot of shit over right. there. I mean platoon and apocalypse now and shit. Yeah, even there. even yeah, some notable movies like those. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Like so the Philippines has that a crazy uh, sort of we stole it. <laughs> it was our terror. Oh, you're back. I'm back. What were you saying? Go can ahead. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I was saying because it was fucking stolen imperialistically and shit. So yeah. it was a nice little cheap place for Americans to go make movies. <laughs> yeah, facts. It, it really was. But but yeah, man. Shit, dude. What 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 more can I say about this fucking movie, man? I know it's hard one to recommend to people, like you yeah. said, with the triggering aspect, but. I think this. I think this is this is this a buzzkill uh, uh, approved movie. I think so. I think so. Right. Yeah. I think. I think this could fall on buzzkill as fuck. Really. Yeah. I. You know, with with the with the sort of uh, with the tag with the tagged on like. That should almost come with a buzzkill movie. Right. 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 Like this. This isn't for everybody. You know, obviously, yeah. if the we worst, put the stamp on it, beware. <laughs> you know what is for that's the stuff that's the worst is for everybody. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like that's the because that means it's the most bland and the most right. You know, like I'm offended by your 20 minute action scenes. Yeah, like that shit triggers the artist in me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like it ain't the same as obviously what, reliving what, a horror, but right. What is for everybody? You know, like if you really think about it, the things that are nothing is really for everybody. Truthfully, but. The, the answer are, is nothing or everything. But yeah, but also the things that aim for that, right? Specifically. Oh, yeah. Those are the movies that are like. They're the worst. Four yeah, quadrant yeah. fucking. And yeah. The four quadrant is funny too. There's four. Right. Like quadrants of people there are. Come right. On, what are the four what quadrants? Well, I'm not trying to think of that. What it's like the- age, um, gender, something. Yeah. What are the four quadrants? Yeah. What, the what social are- class, maybe. I don't know. Let's look at this. So maybe like young men, old men, young women, old women or some shit. I don't know. Let's see. Four quadrants. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What are the four quadrants of Hollywood movies? All four demographics in the movie going. Let's see. Here it is. Yeah, but four demographics. That's crazy. Male. Is under 25 is the first quadrant. Female under 25 is the second quadrant. Male over, female over. Yeah, male over. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Like, how is that's what they break it down to? It's fucking ridiculous. Who who created that? Like, who came up with that? That's so. They want like the thing, though. It's yeah, it is. They're always talking about that. It was got to be four quadrant. It's like, yo, who devised this? (laughs) This is what they, and they'll, they'll hold this up as like, uh, some sort of but like that's a, Pixar movies, like a movie like Up. Oh, the old people watch it and relate to it, but the young people relate to it. You know what I mean? That's their fucking sweet spot. Yes, yeah, it's just so it's just so goofy. It that's is. the sort of metric that they use. I want to you know, know about deviants and kids. How deviant should kids' movies be allowed to get? What do we? You know what I mean? It's just it is. It's odd how people draw their own lines and i'm even just wondering how my lines are being drawn for my kid you know what i'm saying like, yeah yeah it's an interesting thing i had hardly any as a kid but i don't think that's something my mom did by design it's because we grew up in a single parent household with a grandmother who was you know didn't give a fuck really right. what we did and our yeah. mom was gone at the time or whatever so we just watched crazy r-rated shit all day <laughs> right if not think- worse than r-rated you know, it's uh, interesting because it's like when it comes to like kids, right? I think more so, I think exposing them to certain things that are going to traumatize them is probably. No, I think you do it incrementally. Right. I think that should like, I think when it comes to like this idea of like deviance, right? Like, I feel like there's certain things that like their psyche just isn't able to process, but let alone be exposed to so early, right? Like there's certain things that like, you're like, okay, like you, 
you're a kid, you're just too, you can't process. Like sometimes it's okay, right? Because they might see something in a movie that's not meant for them that just goes completely over their head and there's right. no understanding. And that's like, whatever. They don't even but know that's what that subtlety, is. subtlety. That's right. You know, just but it's, it's the sort of explicitly overt shit that right. will sort of traumatize. But I was straight up watching Friday the 13th movies at like six and shit. Right. And I remember watching a lot of stuff that I probably shouldn't have when I was really young, you know. Um, so it's like one of those things, though, where I'm like, yo, I'm really trying to think in my brain, like the types of things that like that would like really bother me mm-hmm. as a kid. Like Here's the I thing. Saw. I love that shit as a kid. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I have had issues with anxiety and things like this. And I can't help but wonder right. how much of it stems from just seeing fucking murderous mayhem and shit as a kid. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, because it's all. There's also a lot of studies have been done. And Chris and I, when we wrote that fucking stupid Zach Efron serial killer movie, had to do a lot of research on the neurobiology, even of psychopaths. And that's what the whole thing was based on. Like this James Fallon scientist, dude, neuro- neurologist. He did this yeah. TED talk where he actually, they have isolated certain brain damage in the orbital lobe that correlates with psychopathy. So, and that's trauma that's inflicted between the ages of like one and five. And it just imprints itself on your fucking brain and you're basically a psychopath. Now, to make a serial killer, there's two other components, a genetic component and a history of trauma and abuse. Can't just be that one because a lot of people have it. You can get that brain damage from fucking water skiing or some shit, you know, it's not going to make you a serial killer. But yeah, the fuck was I even going (laughs) at a point? (laughs) We were talking, we were just talking about like, you know, trauma, things that are traumatizing. Yeah. So I don't know that watching anything is traumatizing. traumatizing. Yeah. Because you, you know, you're not going to get that brain damage imprinted on you from seeing some two dimensional shit. I don't think. I think that there is a, because there is that barrier of like the screen, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Of like it not being an actual thing happening in front of you. Right. I think it does. It's two dimensional, even. I mean, that just, you know, it's not real. It doesn't feel. It definitely um, lessens that effect but like you know who knows like you know there are definitely things i don't want my kid to see you know what i mean oh yeah yeah dude my kid is disney as fuck he's watching nothing he hasn't even watched some of the shit your kid is yeah my kid doesn't want to see a lot of shit like he'll cover his eyes you know what i mean like he'll be like i don't want to see this my kid does that too and that's why i'm not pushing anything on him and i figure he's got the rest of his life to watch all the fucked up shit right as well watch the kitty shit now while you're innocent and still can enjoy it you know yeah yeah and even the the stuff that he does watch now like uh, that was like a process of like, you know, yeah. of like letting him watch like one movie that's like, okay, like this doesn't have any like super duper crazy shit in it. It's like, like gremlins type shit. Or right. Something, and then know. it's like, okay, are you sure you want to watch this Chucky movie? Okay. We can watch the first <laughs> yeah, one. we ain't going there. We can watch the first one. And then he started kind of like. Chucky have like tits and shit in it? I don't remember. So many old horror movies. Do. I don't believe the first one does. For sure. Yeah. The first one does it. I know he's, he saw the first one. Um, I believe. I don't know. It's been a minute, but, but he has saw the first one, um, you know, and there's a certain, there's certain movies that like, you know, like a movie, like one of those ghost movies, like a dead silence type movie or something. Like mm-hmm. He can watch stuff like that and it'd be relatively okay. Now um, as before, he wouldn't want to, he wouldn't even like look at that stuff, you know? Um, yeah. But even then there's stuff that he just won't watch, you know, I'm trying to turn mine on the less genre shit. Like I got that movie, October sky. I'm going to show him that, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal rocket building one, just shit. That's a little more dramatic and and grown up than just hijinks, kid shit, Sandlot, you know? Yeah. And my kid, he's like pretty like he, first of all, he watches all the kid stuff. Like, you know what I mean? He watches all the Disney stuff and like the stuff he doesn't watch with me, his, his mom watches with him. Like, Mm -hmm. I think he told me today, like, Oh, me and mom went to see bad guys at the theater or whatever and i was like okay cool so like he sees all that stuff he watches all that stuff so so you know he's not watching like fucking uh irreversible and shit you know what i mean like he's not doing no he's not watching (laughs) he's 12 now i will say though here's my thing too with movies though Mm -hmm. on the counter side of all that i think now we're too nerfing and too insulating with shit now think of like the classic fairy tales I mean, it's like this witch who catches these kids and fattens them up so she can eat them and shit. It's fucking gnarly. Oh, yeah, yeah. And those Grimm's, were for kids. Yeah, and, the you know, fairy tales were fucked up, bro. I love them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fucking dark. That's what Edgar should do next. Just do all the fairy tales in a fucking anthology. Anyway, bring back fairy tale theater. They used to have on Showtime. Remember that shit? Shelly Duvall? Yeah. yeah. Fucking they'd like Robin Williams and Jeff Bridges and shit would be in an episode. It was crazy. Anyway. Yeah, um. But I feel like it gives you a soft launch into these adult themes and everything. Like, yeah, oh yeah, shit, they- I learned so much about how the world really fucking works from movies. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Versus yeah. anything your parents could even tell you. Now, luckily, our kids have parents who could tell them a lot about how the world really works. Most don't. Right. But even just to know what kind of shit is out there, there are fucking like I remember watching Witness when I was a kid. And that was a great fucking movie to watch as a kid because it's that kid is the POV almost to it. Right. But you're brought into this adult world and shit. You know, it's crazy. I remember yeah. watching that as a kid, his age, basically like, holy shit. Could you imagine if this was you? How scared he'd be? Bro. Fuck. I've watched when she, He sees that dude and the kid pisses himself because he sees the guy and then book realizes the bad guy's a cop. He's like, oh shit. It's pretty good. But yeah. point being just I, my kid ain't watching witness. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's certain movies that like, I don't know, bro. Like there's just certain movies that I know were mind fucks for me uh-huh. when I was young. Um, like what? And I'm that's why I'm literally thinking right now. I'm trying to recall like what those were because I I remember seeing certain movies and being like, what the fuck did I just watch? Uh, and I feel like maybe it's PTSD because like when I try to recall them, I'm having like issues. But <laughs> like almost like my brain was like, you're too young to have saw this. And I'm trying. I think to I was too young, but to remember. But Chris remembers watching The Brood. Cronenberg's the brood yeah. when he was little, dude. Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Fucking wild, and like all that Cronenberg shit. Like a yeah, lot of that. Dude. Like a lot of that shit was like heavy to mm-hmm. be exposed to when you're really young. You're like, what the fuck? You don't even know what's happening. But I love it. I loved that. To me, I it was the, like, I love the fly. Right. The parents are having a fucked up party where everyone's drinking mm-hmm. and doing coke while you're sleeping, but you wake up and you go peek at it, and you're like, oh shit, what is this? The secret hidden world of adults. That's what I love about movies as a kid, you know? Yeah. So I don't really want to deprive my kid of those glimpses, but I don't right. want to force them on them. I don't know. It's just tricky. Yeah. I think a funny story. Uh, I can't remember what movie. My mom always talks about this. And I can't remember what she would know exactly what movie this was, too. But she always tells the story about them watching a movie. Um, and I was a kid and them not thinking I was like really paying attention. Um, secretly you're right and one of the characters does the fucking uh holds up the peace sign and sticks his tongue through it right the billy jack type shit or something uh, 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 (laughs) i watched that as a kid too and my mom said that uh i don't know if it was my sister that asked a question about it or something but then she said my response was oh when a guy does that that means that he really likes the woman oh, <laughs> or something to the effect of that. Right. And I was like, I, I should know. hope so. Right, right, right. Or that he really likes her or something to the effect. She tells the story all the fucking time. So That's like hilarious. there's movies, there's movies like that. or There's there's moments like that as a kid where like I, I feel like kids process things differently, but they sort of yeah. kind of understand it. But like, what's um, the real damage? You know what? Right. I don't <laughs> feel like doing? I damaged me. I don't feel like it damaged. Right. Me but 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 yeah, I don't fuck, dude. I'm trying to think it like, might be part of the reason everyone's so fucking infantilized is what I'm getting at that yeah. the movies they, they aren't allowed to watch shit dude my wife wasn't allowed to watch the Simpsons when she was a kid <laughs> I remember <laughs> that Simpsons. being a thing yeah. I remember that being I mean I was always allowed to because I was watching it when it was part of the Tracy Ullman show bro. right how, exactly you know what I'm saying but like I I do remember that being a big thing like yeah. parents being like the kid the Simpsons are bad for the kids Bart he's Simpsons. disrespectful he's a bad example yeah Bart shit. saying eat my shorts and shit is like right yeah, you meanwhile know I mean? the kids are watching Arnold Schwarzenegger just blowing motherfuckers up right right fucking <laughs> yeah bro I'm trying to think of as long movie. as there's an American flag Rambo's cool and shit yeah I don't know man I feel like I had a lot uh, tri- like- did you ever see Trilogy of Terror that was a good one when I was a kid with that little fucking murderous African doll Karen oh, yeah, Black. Yeah, yeah, the Karen Black one. Yeah. Dude, the last shot, it's like she's been infected with it and she's just got this fucking murder, almost African doll face, and she's just stabbing the floor over and over with this yeah. fucking kitchen knife. I remember that shit haunting me, dude. There was an anthology <laughs> movie that haunted the fuck out of me, and I'm blanking on the name. It's <sighs> it's an anthology horror movie, and and uh what the fuck was it from back in the day? Yeah, like creep show type shit. It fucked me up, dude. Uh uh, when I was young what the fuck is it and like the the wraparound story is like they're telling stories around a fire but it's like set in like the old west or around oh, that shit, my brother and i had an idea to do that i've never like, heard of this and like they're telling the stories around like so it's like it's like and I, uh, vaguely i remember the premise and i'm fucking blanking on the name right now but like you know it's like this cowboy type dude yeah, yeah. And, they, and they have this woman with them right and she, like, i don't think they like maybe they kidnapped her or whatever right um but there's a like 
they keep going back to that because it's the wraparound, right? They keep going back to the campfire with this woman and shit. Mm-hmm. And then like, I just remember this woman turns out to be like some sort of like, I don't know, like a, she fucking basically like she a like spirit eats, or a witch. She or like eats shit. the dude. Like oh, I remember nice. her like eating. The, I remember it just fucked me up, dog. Like I remember I was like was not ready for this. Like it was something about it that was so That's effective. Great. Effective when I was young that I was just like this is fucked. I remember. Up. Yeah, there was a few movies like that. A few. I mean, we watched all the zombie shit and just sometimes when you just see that one shot of just like a kid zombie like gnawing on a rib or some shit, that kind of thing, just. Uh, I don't even know what movie from, but you know, those things it's just weird because a mind. movie like cat, 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 cat